Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of What's Good. I'm your host, Jalen Cavalier. And you know, I'm kind of flying solo today, but we got a lot of college and NFL news to talk about, you know, football in general. Let's go on and get to it. They got the biggest upset of the weekend so far, which to me was not the biggest upset because I kind of figured that this team was not going to stay in the top four for long in the rankings. Iowa was ranked number two, lost to an unranked Purdue team, 24 to seven. That, that people say will be the um, biggest upset of the weekend. Also, you had number uh, 18 ranked Arizona State lost to Utah, 35 to 21. And they also had Baylor beating a 19th ranked BYU team, 38 to 24. So those are just a few of the ranked teams that uh, lost over the weekend. Texas, who had to step up after that big defeat to the Oklahoma Sooners the week before. They came out and was playing good against Oklahoma State. But miraculously, Oklahoma State just took over in the second half and won 32 to 24. So this Texas team, you know, they're kind of um, – beating themselves down the last two weeks, having big leads and jeopardizing those leads and coming out in defeats. Does that, so they're just going to have to uh, step it up. But I want to talk about those new updated rankings. Georgia still one. You got Cincinnati who's moved up to two. Oklahoma who moved up to three. And then you got right there, it only took a week, the Alabama Crimson Tide. One loss on the year. They're already up there back in the playoffs. If they start today, they're right there at four. I just knew that um, Alabama would be back in the ranking soon. I just didn't know it was going to be a week later. But like I said in the previous episodes, I knew Iowa was going to eventually get that loss and they were going to put Alabama right back into those rankings. But like I asked uh, Derek the other week, I was like, uh, you still think Alabama's going to win? And in my opinion, I still think Alabama is a team to beat. I mean, I know Georgia is up there, got with the best defense in the SEC, not even just the SEC, got the best defense in all the college football. I know they're undefeated, but I got to see them beat Alabama first, possibly in the SEC championship for me to say, oh, yeah, Georgia is the team to beat. Like when you say Alabama versus the field, the field will be Georgia. But I would not sleep on this Cincinnati team either. You know, they got to – everybody is not really picking them coming out of their conference to even make this playoff. So they're playing as an underdog. You know, underdogs got that mentality of we're just going to go in and do us. So we'll see what happens there. I'm speaking on it right now, though. I know I've had my doubts on Oklahoma, but I got to stop because, you know, they're undefeated now at 7-0. They – Put the freshman in there. He's played great. Caleb Williams. I mean, it's just unbelievable how Oklahoma is playing right now. If they keep it up, they're for sure going to win the Big 12. And then could even, you know, finally, finally make some noise in a college football playoff. I know it hasn't happened in recent years, but you never know. This year could be different from the rest. But as the – um. I look at his list of his ranked teams. I want to talk about some of the teams that got pushed into the rankings. To uh, Purdue, after their big win against Iowa, they moved up to, to 25. Pittsburgh, who was unranked, moved to 23. UTSA, 
and surprise team. They're undefeated, moved up to um, number 24. So I got some new teams coming into the rankings. Iowa took a dramatic, took the biggest leap, not biggest leap, biggest drop out of all the college football teams. They dropped from being ranked number two all the way down to number 11. So I don't know what to say. I mean, I know Ohio State is over there jumping for joy because now all they got to do is possibly wait for one of these four teams to lose or Alabama lose again. I doubt it's going to happen, but they're waiting so they can win that Big Ten championship and secure their spot in the playoff. But we're already going going on week eight next week. This is week seven. And the college football season is is pretty tight. I mean, you have some team. Michigan is in there at six. I mean, they're undefeated. There's a lot of um, Big Ten teams that's in there competing. Like I said, Cincinnati and AAC. I mean, you know, the SEC always going to have at least two teams trying to compete every year. And then you sneak in Oklahoma and the Big 12. You know, all conferences, they're trying to um, push for their playoff this year. And they're really trying to push before the expansion. Who knows what they're going to go to from four teams to possibly eight to possibly 12. We don't know. Nothing is not confirmed yet. But it's nice to see that these teams are are doing everything they can to get in this top four. I think this year is is different from the rest. And I think with this year, you can have possibly more than one loss and still make the playoff. I mean, you just – I mean, I know Alabama did a couple of years ago. I know times are different, but we got to see what happens because next week is another big week for college football and big games. Can't wait to stay, you gotta stay tuned to see. But moving on to the NFL, you know, I'm going to start off by saying my, my what I think was the best game of the weekend. And, you know, that includes uh, Monday, too, Monday Night Football. But uh, I'm going to say that the biggest game, I would say, was the Cowboys and Patriots. I mean, when I say biggest game, I mean the best game. Like, Cowboys going up in Foxborough, taking on a rookie quarterback who's been playing pretty good lately. I mean, it was back and forth. It looked like the Patriots had the game won, and Mac Jones threw that pick six. Trayvon Diggs, who's had a pick in every game this season, who possibly could be the defensive player of the year this year. He just took it out of the air because it was a bad pass by Mac Jones. He took it to the end zone, scored. Then on the very next possession for the Patriots, he got caught. Trayvon Diggs, double move by Kendrick Bourne. The Patriots scored, and the Cowboys came back on their next possession and kicked the field goal and tied the game. I went to overtime, and Dak just said, you know, we're not losing this game. We're going to 5-1. and one. And he threw that deep ball to C.D. Lamb, fooled the defense of the Patriots, and they ended up winning in overtime, 35-29. to 29. It was a great game. You know, back and forth, like I said, back and forth action. That was probably my best game of the, um, of the weekend. Now, I would say the worst game of the weekend, and I'm going to say, for me personally, it's the – it's the worst for, I would say, for the viewers, but it was the best for me. Had to be my Baltimore Ravens taking on those Los Angeles Chargers. My Ravens came out there with one goal, and they said our defense is going to play the best defense we played all year. The Ravens blew out Justin Herbert in the Chargers, 34-6. to And, you know, I got to mention Justin Herbert because, like, he's been playing on an elite level lately, but like people say, 
the Ravens brought him back down to earth. I mean, he just couldn't get anything going. The run game, Eckler couldn't get nothing going against that defensive line of Baltimore. And Justin Herbert, his passes were kind of off. Marlon Humphrey played his best game of the year. Mike Williams is dealing with an injury, so he really couldn't do much. I mean, it's like the Chargers couldn't even get down the field. And when they did try to make a run, guess what? Justin Herbert threw a pick that was intended for Jared Cook, but got picked off by Deshaun Elliott. And it just took all their momentum throughout the game. The only great thing the Chargers did, they picked off Lamar and was able to put up six points because of it. But other than that, the Chargers went scoreless. So I'm proud of my Baltimore Ravens. I'm proud of Lamar Jackson. Improved the five and one, five straight wins on the year. Love to see him get that great home victory. I know the Chargers are still one of the top teams in the AFC, so don't let this game fool you because they're still one of the top teams. But overall, it was, I would say, y'all worst game, but my best game being a fan of the Baltimore Ravens. You just got to love it. You love to see blowouts. I, at least I do. And I still got to give a shout out to those Arizona Cardinals who still is the last undefeated team in the NFL. They went into Cleveland without their head coach, I, I want to add, and won 37-14. You know, the Browns are, are kind of struggling right now. They've lost a couple of their last few games. Baker is injured. The two running backs, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, are injured. And there's injuries all around the Baltimore, not Baltimore, injury. Their injuries are around the Cleveland Browns. And um, I just don't know how that season is going to turn out, especially playing in that the same division with the Bengals, my Ravens, and even the surging of Pittsburgh Steelers. But shout out to Kyler Murray, D-Hop, J.J. Watt on defense. I got to give it to those boys. They're still doing what they have to do to win, and they're winning convincingly in these games. And I'm just I'm happy to see a team, you know, be undefeated. I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. I mean, they're they're in the opposite conference from my Ravens. Uh, that's a good thing. They're Cardinals in the NFC, but it's great to see that team come out every week ready to play, and they just know what, what it takes to win right now. Now, will they go undefeated the rest of the year? We have to wait and find out. But as of right now, they're playing very great football. I mean, I would say right now they're the number one team in football. I have to admit, just because they're undefeated and they know how to win games, and I just win games, they know how to blow teams out. And good teams, the Browns are a good team. So they just they just know how to do it. But before I end the show today, I got to give a shout-out to the NBA. Got to give it to them. The NBA basketball season cranks back up on October 19th. This month on the 19th, the season cranks back up. Can't wait. Super, super excited. The first game, you know, it's going to be the rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals, Nets and Bucks. And then after that, you got the Lakers taking on the Warriors. It's going to be another great game. So shout out to the NBA, man. I remember the NBA had just ended, and now it's just cranking up right back. Got to give my predictions, though, before the first game comes on. My predictions in, I would say, the finals. If Kyrie Irving plays this season, for the Nets. It's going to be Nets and Lakers. I got the Lakers in six. 
But if the Nets don't have Kyrie, I'm going to go with Giannis and the Bucks against the Lakers in the NBA Finals, and I'm going to still take the Lakers in six. So either way, I'm going to still take the Lakers in six. But shout out to the teams in the East because whoever makes it to the Finals, they're going to be upset that they lost to the Lakers. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, um, you know, y'all, it's been a great show today. I had to add in a little basketball. You know how that goes. But I appreciate y'all for joining to another episode of What's Good. I'm your host, Kevin Cavalier, and I hope to see y'all next week.